This North Carolina triad-based podcast is proudly brought to you by an amazing triad-based business. Ashley McKenzie Sharp with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Whether you're in the market for a new home or not, I'm willing to bet that you've at least thought about making a change. And with the fluidity of real estate and interest rates, your strategy may change by the day. But you know what? There's a nationally recognized loan originator right here that can pivot with you. Need a full qualifying approval to make that competitive offer? Maybe a quick turnaround on closing is the little something extra to help you win the home. Ashley McKenzie Sharp can help. And if you're not moving, there's a decent chance you have more equity in your home than you realize. Ashley can help you turn that equity into a long overdue home renovation. Whatever your approach, just give Ashley a call and check out your options. 336-748-4599 or email ashleym at fairwaymc.com. Ashley McKenzie Sharp, NMLS ID number 100776, is a licensed mortgage originator in North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and Florida. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS ID number 2289, equal housing opportunity. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us for another real estate episode with our friend Blake Ginther from the Ginther Group, real estate experts here in Winston-Salem. We love talking to them every month. It's uh, it is a chaotic market. It changes by the day, changes by the week. Um, who knows where what we're going to be getting into every time that we chat? But that's why we like talking to Blake because they're very good at reading what's happening locally, especially. Um, they're not just going to see what national headlines there are, what people are telling you to do related to buying, to selling, what to do with your home, whether you should have buyer's remorse or not. We focus on what's happening within our own backyard. Um, and that's what makes these conversations so great is we can kind of take everything with a proper grain of salt in terms of national headlines and give you the real story here locally. So, uh, Blake, how are you? Is everybody healthy, first of all? Yeah, man. Uh, thank you. Doing doing well. And and yeah, the family's, you know, we're on like our 18th cold since they took away <laughs> masks um, uh, in March. You know, it, it, people with 10, like little ones, we loved those masks. I mean, I did. I was like, man, they're keeping us from getting all these colds. And as soon as they went away, we're, you know, with little guy, little, our four-year-old, you know, uh-huh. but, but not, but hey, I can, I can say, uh, makes one of us i can say that i have not had the vid as of late but you never know yeah man i i thought i was gonna make it to the finish line of this i really did but now now the question i always got was i i you know i just got over a really bad bout of covid a week ago from from this recording and the question i got from people that i saw my doctor and others they said have you had it before and i was like not to my knowledge Right. Maybe I did, but not to my knowledge. So, yep. you know, I made it two plus years without getting it. And uh, it finally uh, find it finally found its way into 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 my body. And uh, man, it, uh, it it stored up all that time, that that entire two years and basically was uh, it took that amount of time to get stronger and be totally ready to just completely ravage. Yeah, I, I said five that to, days. I literally said that to my wife yesterday because, to our knowledge, we haven't either. Um, yeah. Anyone in our, anyone, frankly, in uh, our household, and and you know, but I do feel like it's probably it's it is a matter of time, right? It's an endemic. It's here for you know to stay, and it's just a matter of time. And yeah, and and those that have been fortunate enough, like I have, to my knowledge, um, I do have that feeling like. 
when I eventually do, it's probably going to be like, oh, by the way, you were lucky yeah. and now I'm going to whoop you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why we all want to get vaccinated um, because it, there probably isn't any avoiding it. I don't know that anybody's going to be able to go the rest of their lives without getting this or some facsimile of it at some point. So um, make sure that your body's ready to fight it. So, um, okay. Uh, as much as people would love to hear us talk about COVID <laughs> and illness and, and COVID vaccinations, <laughs> I, I think we can save that, save that for another day. Um, you know, Blake, it's interesting. Um, I look on either side of the home that, that I live in right now and two homes over to my left, there's a house that just went for sale Two homes over to my right. There's a house that just went up for sale. That is a very small sample size. But I look at that and I see more and more of these for sale signs around just just right outside my door. Mm -hmm. And I think to myself, I wonder if inventory is going up, if if we're leveling out to the point we need to. So that is looking at it again in a very, very small vacuum. Um, so let me ask you, is inventory going up? Where are we in, in local real estate right now? So the, the short answer is yes, inventory is going up. The, the more detailed answer is it should always and will always go up in the spring, right? So, but now, but describe inventory, does that mean active inventory? Because what happens is a lot more comes on, but a lot more goes off because it's the spring. And, um, you know, right before we clicked record, I said, here's the good news, um, we are closing in on 300 active homes uh, in Forsyth County for sale, Act, you know, active, not under contract, but there's still like thousands under contract. And we typically, um, you know, when we were in a soft market, we were a thousand plus active homes. When we were in a level market, we were in that six to eight, 900 homes. You know, when you get below 600 homes, it's definitely a seller market. And when the fact that we were floating close to 200 active homes for a yeah. very long time last year or so, that's just freakishly low. So it up, you know, the fact that we're approaching 300 active homes does tell you that it is heading in the right direction. Still super low, but what I will say is I'm impressed that it's ticking up in May, right? Because typically it wouldn't be ticking up in May. Frankly, it would be ticking up when school lets out in like late June or July. So the fact that we're inventory is actually softening, albeit very, very, very slightly, does tell me that that's a good sign that more houses um, hopefully are going to be coming, which means by hopefully this summer or fall, it won't be bananas. Like you're yeah. still going to be writing great contracts like buyers. You're still going to have to write really strong offers. It's pricing isn't necessarily going to soften, but the banana commitment monies and like the insanity probably hopefully will soften this this summer fall so so you think that or you read it as though the way that things are trending to soften are maybe a little ahead of schedule uh, yeah from my perspective i didn't think we would see a softening um of inventory until midsummer until july and the fact that we're already seeing it is a good sign um, you know, and I think some of that is national rhetoric, right? I think some of that is sky is falling from big news channels because, um, you know, they don't know what they're doing or talking about. And in some cities that, that not, and nowhere in America is the sky is falling in real estate. Nowhere. Um, now, are there 
parts where the inventory has started to tick back up because new construction is booming and there are more people leaving than coming. Yeah, that's a fact. For sure, there are those cities. Unfortunately for, for folks in our area, we're not in a city that people, more people are leaving than coming. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is the triad uh, podcast, not triangle podcast, fortunately, because that is bananas and will mm-hmm. be bananas for many, many years, in my opinion, uh, because of all the jobs that are coming there. Um, and the, and they, the new construction just can't keep up. So we still have a new construction problem. We don't have enough building going on in our area. Um, we have more people coming than leaving. That's probably going to be the case for this foreseeable future. Um, but I do believe that people can write strong normal good offers coming in the, in the few, hopefully in the next few weeks and expect to, to win a house eventually. Right. Whereas that wasn't the case for about a year there, really strong offers could have lost for a long time. You mentioned commitment money. When you say strong, you still have to write a strong offer, but maybe the commitment money isn't the same. Are, are we inching toward a place where Maybe you don't have to write a five-figure dollar amount for due diligence commitment money in order to win and win a bid. Yeah, I've gone under contract recently on a on a home that was um, a, a a good bit above the median. Right, the median now is about two seventy five, um, and and it's it's yeah. So yes, you don't it now. That's kind of still the exception. We're still mm-hmm. seeing a lot of five-figure DDs, um, but. But it's not a guarantee that you have to write a five-figure DD to get the home. The Triad Podcast Network is presented by Icon Custom Builders in Winston-Salem. We've all been there. You're thinking of making some changes around the house. So what do you do? You take to social media, ask for recommendations to make those home improvements, and inevitably, you get 20 responses and each one has a different answer. You're even more confused. Well, we're here to make it easy for you. Just talk to our friends at Icon Custom Builders. Whether it's a large or small renovation, they've been transforming homes in the triad since 2005. And like we've been saying for several months now, chances are you've got more equity in your home than you realize. So now could be the perfect time to consider some upgrades. Maybe you want to modernize your kitchen or optimize your outdoor space for entertaining. You can even restore your older home with a more functional layout and design while preserving the original character and charm. Whatever's on your wish list, Icon can help turn it into reality. Now, if you're like me, the whole idea of home renovation is overwhelming. But not to worry, Icon has a full-service design-build team that guides homeowners through every step of the process. Just visit their website, IconCustomBuilders.com, to schedule a consultation and start your dream project today. Using maybe that median number, is there still a, a percentage above asking that most people are having to get to? This is the trickiest part. Um, no. There's not an, uh, there are certain listings that are selling 110 still, and there are certain listings that are selling 101. And, um, and I'm starting to see agents who, um, who were constantly pricing futuristically, who were constantly going, I see the way the market's heading, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to price there, um, who are starting to pay that price, who are getting, costing their clients money and are having to price reduce. Um, 
Mm-hmm. We tried hard never to be futuristically pricing. We tried to go, look, we see where it's going. Let's let the market take us there. Yeah. And let's go, you know, if, if we think, they're, you know, let's just use round numbers. If we think the market's taking this $300,000 house to three twenty-five, dollars price it at three hundred dollars and let the market take it to three twenty-five. dollars There are a lot of agents who would price it knowing that they'd go, and it's not just the agents, it could be the homeowners who go, well, we feel like we should be able to get three twenty-five. dollars if, if that house just got $300, we're better. Let's go to three twenty-five. I would beg them to let us list it at three hundred dollars and let the market take it there. Yeah. A lot of agents would say, sure, let's do 325. Well, in the past, that would be okay, right? They'd get, they'd, they'd get 325, they might get 335, 340. Well, now they're costing their clients money. Yeah. Yep. We, we've had podcast episodes about that particular topic. Uh, we've sliced that up a variety of different ways. Have you noticed anything about what people are looking for, the things that are high priorities and looking for a home. Has that changed at all with this recent bout of inflation and gas prices? And, you know, I, I don't know that how much that necessarily changed things around your home, other than maybe it affects your budget that you think you can afford right now. Yes. But have you noticed any sort of changes um, based on what cost of living is right now? Oh, yeah, no doubt people's budgets changed. People's yeah. price points changed. People who a year ago were looking, you know, 500,000, maybe now are looking for 50, right? Or, or slightly below. Um, and, and really, if they're looking up to 450, then they're probably looking that they need to stop looking much above 425. Um, and, and that's a, just a totally different home, totally different product. And those folks, I think, have, if they already have a home, have removed themselves from the equation at this moment. And that's why, hence why I think the inventory is starting to tick up is it, the, the government needed to slow down housing. They saw the craziness. Um, and so they, the rates have done just that. I think the rates have changed people's budgets. Therefore, they've removed some players from the game. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's doing its job. That's not the only reason why they do it, but it, it is helping from that respect. Um, what's, what are the tools? We've never really dug into this before. Um, other than certain, you know, lenders that, that we both like and respect, like Ashley McKenzie Sharp, who's a great sponsor of ours when it comes to mortgage lending. But what are the tools that, that you recommend that people can just look at on the internet in terms of figuring out, all right, how much can I afford? Yeah, you know, um, I've always used mortgagecalculator.org mm-hmm. to, check, uh, to check the pay, you know, payments. And, you know, anybody can Google rates and see where you know, where they think that they are, but to see what their payments are, that's a good app. Um, I mean, it's a good site to use um, and you don't have to enter your information. That's why I love it. Um, and then, uh, you know, but then debt to income, I mean, that's changed. Debt to income, you know, where you have to, that's where, frankly, that's where I would recommend an Ashley McKenzie Sharp um, because what that has changed from, you know, upper 40s to mid 40s to low 40s to 30s, um, and, and some people just have struggle, uh, struggle putting all that math together. Like, what is my total debt, right? Student loans, housing, cars, credit cards. What is your total debt divided by, right? So yeah. I, I would say mortgagecalculator.org tells you what just general payments are, but a lender is going to need to do the debt to income ratio for you. Yeah. 
You mentioned earlier that the triangle real estate market is going to be feeling the, these effects for, for years. Um, how, have you changed your projection of the way things could end up here in the triad over the next year or two? I guess a lot of it depends on how new construction comes along, right? Because that's going to be a huge factor in, in all of this. But have your projections changed in terms of um, where things are heading over the next 12 to 18 months? I thought it wouldn't really soften or change much for us until fall of 23. I, I'm optimistic that it could change a little bit for us this fall. Um, you know, and by change, I mean, you know, again, um, pricing will probably not be that different, but the terms and the bananas aspect of it all hopefully will. And, and my concern will, will be because of, no, we are still underserved pretty drastically in a new construction way that um, will, will that change quick enough to impact the inventory come next spring, right? Come our next big market push? Probably not. And my guess is interest rates will be back down into the, um, for sure, fours, in my opinion, maybe lower, but probably realistically lower fours. They'll be lower, in my opinion, next spring than they are today. Yeah. So combine that with probably, a, um, you know, a better inventory, but not where it needs to be inventory, that next spring will we'll probably create another shortage. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then finally, as, as a time of year when things tend to slow down, we're, we're on the cusp of school letting out as of this recording. So we're getting ready to enter summer. Um, what's your advice to, to people that are out there and thinking, let me wait till the next cycle? whether it's the fall, get the school year started next spring to either buy or sell. I mean, when things slow down, traditionally, sometimes that can present opportunity for people, right? Absolutely. Yes, you're, you are. Um, we did not talk about this beforehand, uh, but you did just tee it up, right? To, the, to what I have said in the past and what, I, what people should have just heard me say, which is, yep, you should, you should buy now. And people go, well, but rates, you just also said rates are going back down. And I said, yeah, there's this thing called refinancing. If that happens, I would recommend it. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, even, I don't see pricing, and I wanna, I've said it like now, what, three, four, five times. I don't see pricing changing much, if not continuing to maybe, maybe slow down from this double-digit equity increase every year. But it, don't hear me say I don't, it's going to keep going up, right? Mm -hmm. We don't see, we don't. For it to soften from a pricing perspective, we have to get over a thousand plus homes in Forsyth County. We're a long way away from that. Long way away. So like years, plural for sure. Yeah. So um, if, you're, if you know you want to buy in the next couple of years or make a move in the next couple of years, I actually think this summer and fall is probably going to be a phenomenal time to do it. Mm -hmm. better, my opinion, better than next spring. Oh, no doubt. Um, because when we talk about softening, I mean, we, we've, we've discussed this in previous shows. Softening doesn't mean pricing goes down. Softening just means it levels out and doesn't increase at the same rate. Yep. Yeah. I mean, a perfect world, if you're listening to this and you go, yeah, but I got to make some alterations to my home and, and, but I want to make, I also want to make top dollar on it. And okay. Well, if anybody is listening to this and they have the position, they're in the position to be able to buy a home in the call it fall or early winter, like late fall, early winter. Yeah. And then, um, and then, you know, ride that out, ride that 60 day closing period, 
um, and then not have to pay that mortgage because of the way it works, right? You don't have to, if you, you close in January, you don't make your first mortgage till March. Right. I mean, a perfect world, you, you buy your home this fall, you go under contract in October, you know, October, November, December, you close in like December, January, and then you get to list your house in March, February, March, April. Holy home run, Batman. So like, that's what I would probably encourage folks to try to do. Yeah. That's good advice. That's good advice. Um, okay. Well, if, if you've got them intrigued and they want to talk to you guys, how can they reach you? Please call us at 336-283-8689, 283-8689, or visit theginthergroup.com, www.theginthergroup.com. Thank you, man. All right. All right, my man. Next time we talk, we'll be in the thick of summer. So enjoy it, man. Yeah, here comes the heat. Here comes summer vacation and pools and yeah, Mm -hmm. all of it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Enjoy it, my friend. We'll talk soon. Be well. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.